Welcome back to another episode of the WASD and Beyond Podcast. We're on time again. We're doing good. We're on a roll with this being on time thing, and I really dig it, guys. Define on time. We are releasing episodes consistently on Wednesdays and Fridays. Gotcha. Okay. And we are doing three shows in a week now. Because I was, I thought you were talking about recording, because like 99.9% of the time, it is always late. Oh, no. Yeah. We recorded on Thursday last week. <laughs> the day before yeah, it released. That's true. And I told everyone we recorded earlier that week. Haha, <laughs> I lied. Um it's fine. It's fine. We're you know, it, this podcast prides itself in a manner of being on time. We're we're cordial. We're very uh respectable men. Young men, Evan is a young man. I am nearing thirty, which means I'm straight around the corner of death and I'm waiting for death's sweet embrace to just pull oh, me under. I can't. I can't wait for Big Neil to hear that comment at the age of 49. And see what he has to say to you then. Big <laughs> yeah, Neil has, but Big Neil has eternal youth. You see, Big Neil can run every day. I will go outside and go. He, did, he does. He does run. Yeah, he, but he runs yeah. at like 6:37 in the morning, right before it gets real hot out. Oh, <laughs> Big Neil's insane. I mean, I'm going on a bike ride after this episode for like an hour and a half. That's fine. I can't do. I can't do like morning workout shit. Like nighttime that's like perfect you know it's nice and cool and shit like that but like like i'm gonna wake up at 4 30 in the morning and die before i then go to work and shit like no yeah i'm not gonna want i'm not gonna want to wake up that early but i do plan on um especially like soon hopefully but right around like the beginning of september when school starts back up i'm gonna we're gonna have a membership at the hawk uh center that's that's by our house and they have a lap pool and i'm gonna go swimming in the morning for a workout do laps yeah, it should be real good. So I'm excited to do that. And they also just have a whole gym. They have a whole like you know separate section for cardio. They have group exercise and they have a workout room and stuff. It's pretty cool. So you, when are you signing up for Zumba then? I'm not doing Zumba. I'm doing no. He's more of a yoga guy. He's gonna be I'm like one of those. Yoga is actually fine. He's gonna be like one of those like hot yoga classes or some shit. You know uh, what? I, I would, yoga. That. I would yoga that. is fine because that's supposed to like open up your butthole a little bit and make you really like. Feel I don't think yourself. that's. The, I don't think that's really the that's point n- of it. Yeah, that's kind of not what yoga's about. I've you gotta done, be one with your asshole. I, no, that's not. No, we literally can't have a single fucking conversation with this guy without it being oh, about right. dick and balls or someone's butthole. Yeah, it's typically yeah. his butthole that we talk about too. Like it's always his, so we yeah. can't get away from. It. No, Looks um, like a pit bull who got punched in the eye. Let's keep going. <laughs> Yoga's really good. I did yoga actually in fifth grade. There was a teacher. Uh, she was awesome. And on half days, she would 
just turn the whole classroom. She would take out all the desks the day before. And then for the half day, we would just do yoga and listen to music. She was really cool. Yeah, she was awesome. Really? Yeah, because she did cool, yoga. Yeah. Like, I think the day, I think that year. That's an excuse to fucking put it in the classroom. Like, I really don't want to teach these little fuckheads today. Well, no, she, but she loved us. Cause then like, I think the day yeah. after the Oscars, like the Academy Awards, she literally just put on the Academy Awards. And that's what we watched for like the first hour of the day. Cause she just wanted it. to teach us about it. I remember her saying that to her because she she asked she talked about or maybe it was like the Golden was some some award show and she's talking about Mad Men. I was like, oh yeah, I love that episode. And she's like, you watch that? And I was like, yeah, mind you, I'm like 12, 13. So she's like, you watch that show? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, your parents must be fucked up. I was like, I watched Commando with Arnold when I was like five. Like, yeah, <laughs> watch. I've watched that since I was a baby. I have vivid memories of going to the movie theater with my dad and seeing Blade. And then mm-hmm. it, us coming home, my mom going, "What movie did you see?" I said, "I saw Blade." And she went, "Oh, nice, Claude." And he's like, "Wesley Snipes." I don't know. <laughs> like, that's, that's not that's, that's, that's not the answer, man. You can't just <laughs> Wesley Snipes. Anything. Yeah, that, that means nothing to her. You just took me to see a very graphic, awesome very, movie. Yeah, that fucking that fucking music in that beginning fantastic what were you about to say matt i saw you wave it off i don't even remember now at this point that's all right graphic movies or shit you watched as a kid that you weren't supposed to nope yeah i got nothing i'm pretty sure i, I probably had something i got nothing now i can't I think, think of i know other than commando commando i think good. i know what i want to save for obo tomorrow oh no I, I know what I want to bring up on OBO. Tomorrow. Oh, no, 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 no. Stay no, tuned to our other no, podcast no. if you want to fucking hear wink, what wink. Nick is about to wink, talk wink. about. Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, all, right, all right. Let's let's get into it. Matt, we'll start with you since uh, you weren't on last week. How's your weekend been? Anything cool happen? What's going on with you? Let's talk about it. It was a good weekend. Uh, I think I spent all of last week cleaning. Like Fever cleaning, deep. too. Huh? <laughs> feverishly cleaning your house i was i was just i was over it man you know i had like barely i honestly really haven't like i moved in and i didn't really ever like unpack my room you know i can see your room now and <laughs> like i know what that back corner behind you used to look like yeah good for you man yeah i finally cleaned everything i literally did like three hours of cleaning every fucking day for like a week yeah Jesus. yeah that's yeah, good though that's good, good workout yeah way to keep your body in shape yeah anyway Very yeah totally shape. it's so much so much Very fucking nice. effort vacuuming it, yeah it, it is. can be it can you, be you do burn you burn calories regardless that's important people have heart attacks shoveling their snow man they do that's actually one of the one of the biggest things other than having a, a heavy meal and any sort of drug usage is shoveling your driveway it's fucking wild you could just dead that's yeah. why i don't do it and i piss my neighbors off and i don't shovel the sidewalk they're like, I you can, almost killed myself. You can, you can shovel the driveway. It's just you can't can you can't shovel the whole driveway in like one go without taking a break. You need to let yourself like relax a bit. You can't just especially if it's, you know, that seven inch, eight inches of snow, no, like it's just that. piled high. I do I do shovel my my walkway and driveway. I say but that, just, but I, I have broken my own rule where I think I shoveled the entire driveway in thirty minutes. I think I almost died. <laughs> I was like, that's oh, yeah, not good. I, that's not healthy. I smoke a cigarette while doing it, and I'm like <gasps> Wow, you're a pinnacle of health. <laughs> pinnacle yeah, of dude. health, Nicholas, over here. Peak physical health. Um, Literally so, a human that, specimen. <laughs> I would I would love for them to cut me open and be like, how the fuck is this thing alive? 
<laughs> How'd he do it? It's like the little thing from Total Recalls. Like, doctors learned one weird trick from this guy eternal life. You know what it was? It was the cigarettes since age 10. That's what kept him going. Oh my God. No, thank you. No, I don't even smoke cigarettes anymore, thankfully. But, uh, yeah. So, is that all you've got going on, Matt? That's it? Um, yeah. Other than like playing some video games, I had a date. Like, nothing. Nice. Bachelor. It was cool. It was a good time. That was Bachelor. it. All right, man. Yeah, I, I got nothing, man. I don't do anything. You always no, ask you me this, not. and every time I'm like, I'm fucking boring. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for the one day where you're like, I climbed Mount Everest, and I saw the Eiffel Tower. And I'll be like, that's wild oh. shit. I didn't know you could do that in a weekend. I don't think I you could see the Eiffel Tower from Mount Everest, but sure, we'll go with that. I'm saying you went to Mount Everest, and then you saw the Eiffel Tower. Okay. Um, sure. Yeah. Evan, how's your you weekend? Man? Fuck yourself, think, Matt. I don't think you can do that in a weekend just because of the time spent traveling and climbing. I don't think you understand how long it takes to climb Mount Everest. I don't think I have a good perception of time. I don't think you have or a good or geography. Yeah, that too. That would be uh, indicative. Um, you asked how my weekend went. Uh, it was good. Um, mostly talked to you, Nicholas. Um. <laughs> Played games with the boys, just hung out. Um, I think it was, it wasn't this weekend, but uh, the other day I went with my dad and my dad's best friend, uh, Joe, to go see The Hawk, which was pretty cool. And then mm-hmm. uh, by noon, we were at his favorite uh, bar in Ferndale called Danny's Irish Pub. And the, he knows the bartender there, Jimmy. So uh, by noon, I had had a drink and then continued that through to like 5 p.m. Gotta um, love it. Talked with talked with uh, Jimmy, um, who's really nice, great guy. I really liked him. I can see now why my dad likes that bar so much. My dad, my uncle was basically like my my dad's best friend. It was like it's basically a clubhouse, you know. Yeah. Like we'll buy Jimmy a shot. Jimmy will buy us a shot. This other guy will buy us a shot, and then we're all buying each other shots. And like you know, it just it's like a community of like you know people are just hanging out and having fun. And then you know one act of kindness is paid for, and another act of kindness, and that's kind of how it was where it was you know, my dad's coworker Wayne had just gotten there. We were all sat around, we were all hanging out and then we all had shots again. I had a shot of hot damn for the first time. Uh, Cause yep. that's, that's Jimmy's favorite like thing to have a shot of, I guess I was yeah, not yeah. prepared for it. Uh, I handled it uh, fine. I, I, I took it in one gulp, but you know, it was whatever, but like, I was just not prepared for the cinnamon taste. So cinnamony. Yeah. It's, it's like, very oh. cinnamony. So I was like, I took the one cause my dad, it's funny. Cause like when I go out drinking with my dad, he's always watching me to see how I react to things. And yeah. so, so to be a man, you have to force that other part of you down that goes, this tastes like shit, spit it out. And I just ignore yeah. that part of my brain and I just go swallow it. It's fine. Perfect. Great. The best drink I've ever had. I'll have five more just to pretend that I can handle this. Um, I ain't hear no bell. And I did. I, I mean, I hydrated more than anybody else, which I think was like, that's my dad praised me on that too. He's like, good. You know how to hydrate. You're not like your mother who likes to drink. <laughs> who, he literally roasted it right there. He's like, you know how to hydrate and you don't like just have, you know, four drinks in a row and then not have any water. And then the next day you're fucked up. So like, that's what I just, oh, I know you're a zombie the next day. Yeah. Well, I, I know how to do that. Well, I mean, even if I didn't have any, like, first off, I just drink water regularly, but I just am more conscious of it when I'm drinking alcohol as well. Like, yeah, you have to be always have one, you know, I have probably two or three drinks and then I'll have a bottle of water. I just can't yeah. hold. My dad is like a camel. 
you know, he can hold it. I can't. I, you know, yeah, that, that was basically my week, my weekend. Like, that's the highlight was I was hanging out with my dad and, and his coworker and my uncle and just drinking and having a good time and hanging out. Hell yeah, man. That, that you know I'm what? Just gonna, I'm That's just gonna go to Danny's. Is Danny's is a great place. Uh, like, hey, let, let me know when you're going. You, I'll go with you. If you're in, yeah, if like you're in the you know Metro Detroit area, you're probably Ferndale. Go to Danny's Irish Pub. It's great. I Hell love yeah. it there. I, th- I thought it was we, awesome for my first time. So fun. We are, we are not sponsored by Danny's Irish Pub. We are not. We are not sponsored by Danny's <laughs> Irish Pub. But go, but go say, uh, go say hi. If Jimmy is the bartender there, tell him that uh, Evan and Neil say hi. <laughs> He'll yep. appreciate that. Yeah, big no, fucking Neil. Yeah, it's pretty you know, fun there. To touch up on Evan's drinking habits. What? <laughs> you are due for a hangover, I think. I'm not. You I'm are. You, you oh, no, we're, we're going to destroy wasted. you. No, I'll be yeah. fine. For Nick's bachelor party. You oh, okay. are I'll be good, getting man. destroyed. I'll be fine. You, no, you're not. <laughs> I promise you, you won't. I've been, I've, been, I've been I've been building up for this moment since my birthday. Like you, I don't understand. I don't think Evan. I like you. You have not drank like Nick and I have drank. You are not prepared. At <laughs> least, yeah, you have not drank like Matt or I. But like when I'm in party mode, good oh, luck man. keeping up. It's like because I, I I do all the nice little tricks until I don't, and then it gets really. <laughs> what does up. that mean? The nice little. It I means, don't really know what that is supposed to. What be. it yeah, means okay. is I start out strong. I'm constantly hydrating. I'm eating while drinking, but I'm slamming shit down, right? And then somewhere throughout the night, I just don't do that. And it's just like fucking <laughs> running through the streets naked shit like an old school. Oh, great. Frank the Tank type shit. I don't think that's any of us happen. I don't think any of us needs to see you naked. I think You're, that's you, all you, something. You guys, no, I'm I'm not going to do that. Okay. It was an analogy. That's what I mean. Famous are, last words. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you, you, you're due for a hangover. So, I've been I've been invincible up to this point. I'm trying to keep it going. Yes, are you just puking like last week? I'm confused. We're not no hangover though. No it's hangover. No, no got hangover. Got it all out. Got it all out the day before. <laughs> he woke. He woke. He woke up. He called me the next morning. And goes. I'm fine. And I went. That's horseshit. I texted. I texted Steve because Steven is the only one we know that like he had way more than I had. I'd like to point out, and he had just like. I think he said around 32 ounces of tequila or some shit like that. in like one night, something major like that. And the next day he woke up and he was in discord and he was like, yeah, I'm great. And like, that's what happened with me is the same thing happened where I was like, Hey, I woke up. I'm fine. Steve was like, that's true power. When you wake up it. after drinking like that and you're fine. I was like, that is, it. that is, you should be scared of that guy who wakes up normal. It's, it's bullshit. Anyways, I mean, I'm young. I can handle it right now. My liver's like, you- Give me more. Yeah, your liver's like, help, help. No, my liver's then, like, this is nothing to me, man. Uh, until one day you wake up and be like, my sides hurt. Yeah, I <laughs> haven't had that. I'm perfectly fine on that. I drink, I used to drink so much that like my spine and my back would hurt. And I looked like a little hunchback walking around. That was that's just a full blown alcoholic. That's, 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 an, that, that's OBO territory. Anyways. <laughs> All right, so, Matt, I, I want you to, because I don't think Nick will remember this. Matt, if I ever say something about me drinking, then my sides and spine hurting, I want you to get me help immediately. <laughs> I don't think no, it'll ever come fine. to that. Yeah, I don't think it'll ever come I, I to don't that. Think, I don't think it'll come to that. You'll be fine. Um, Hopefully not. So, 
last week's episode, we Evan and I did a like introductory episode into into uh, FPS and the FPS genre. Yep. Kind of talking about our first experiences with the genre, first games, or most memorable game that you played that got you into gaming, and um, just really helped kick off your love for that style of game. So, Matt, I want to kick it off to you. And I know you're like, God damn it. Why do you have to do this? But have to. You weren't on last week's episode. So go fuck yourself. Um, I love, love you. Matt. Love you, Matt. <laughs> um, yeah. If you if you could, what is the one FPS game that you first played? It doesn't have to be like the first one. Because I, I know that, could, you know, not always easy to be like, oh, I remember when I was like fucking three and I played this and it was great. But like, it doesn't always work like that. But like, if there was one game that you touched and played on when you were younger and just like, this is like what I like to do. This is the game I like to play. Like, what would that be in the FPS genre? I think I'm going to say Halo two. That's, wow, that's a great that's answer. A, that's a great one. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. Um, yeah. Good shit, Matt. That's awesome. Like I remember. Okay. So I remember playing Halo, the first one with like my buddy, Travis and a couple of kids from like, you know, I think it was in like seventh grade, played a couple with a couple of them. And um so i was like okay at it i played halo 2 a lot with my um with my brother and his friends yeah and then i'd go and i'd play halo 1 with my like other friends because you know we're kids we don't get we don't get all the cool fancy stuff the new games yeah Yeah. and like i didn't realize like how good i was compared to most of my friends and that like like from playing with my brother and his friends compared to playing with my friends. I was like always the guy that was like shitting on people. Um, but I always lost to my brother's friends. And so I was constantly playing it with them. And like, I think that's, yeah, I think that was like what got me really into it. Cause I got play call of duties and shit like that too. And those were fun, but like, right. I wasn't like crazy about it, which is like, Oh, it's just another game, you know, world war two or this, here's this storyline or like band of brothers and shit like that. You know, all fun games, but it was like Halo 2 where I'm like, yo, this is my shit, dude. This is yeah. the best. Right. That's so. Yeah. That's from sweet. from Halo 2. Where did that lead you, though, in FPS? Because like for me, like I said last week, it started with like Quake and Doom. From there, it was Half-Life. Like, yeah, Half-Life was like the one game that really like changed my perspective on what a video game could be especially a game in the fps genre mm-hmm. and ha- you know half-life 2 specifically you know you add puzzles physics uh a very intense story that's just not like you go here you go shoot kale boom headshot no it's more than that and that's right why i think i fell in love with the genre because it, it proved that it could be more than just kill this kill that go here go there Obviously, with Doom, that's what I like about Doom, right? But there is also a story there where it's pretty deep nowadays. So, if there, where did Halo Two really lead you, though? Because like we all we all played our Call of Duties, you know. I mean, that's mm-hmm. obvious. Like we spent years in a basement playing Call of Duty religiously. Um, it was the best fucking game, man. We were gonna go pro in that shit until we played yeah. our first pro game, like first little matchup, and we got our shit wrecked. <laughs> they cheated. <laughs> um, Cheaters. No, like, so, okay, so, like, Halo 2, I kind of went from, like, Halo 2 into, like, Battlefield, I guess. Like So, right into, like, a hardcore game? It was, like, I mean, Halo 2 into, like, Call of Duty, you know, once we started playing, like, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, or Call of Duty 4, and then, you know, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, and stuff like that. And that was just kind of, like, this is kind of, the you know, 
just what's what's around right now. And then from yeah. there, it was kind of just like boring and monotonous. And I started to get into Battlefield. Battlefield yeah. took me into larger scale maps, vehicles, you know, a whole bunch of fun shit like that. Weapon modification and all that. Mm-hmm. So always really enjoyed that. And then, you know, I don't really think that there was like a big gap between that into like, I think it, it, it essentially just kind of went from that into like, you know, I guess Battle Royale, but I mean, that's, those are fun, but wasn't really like anything special about it. Right. It was just like yeah. good, constant team fighting with like a little yeah. bit of like good breaks in between and stuff. Um, So I would say like the next major thing would be going into like more hardcore style games and just continuing on that path of like, you know, going into insurgency and then squad. And then from there going into, you know, escape from Tarkov and more military styles, like simulation Sims type almost, stuff. Yeah. Right. And like Arma compared to like the more arcadey stuff like Call of Duty. You know, I kind of just like continuously tried to veer away from that. Which is where I'm at nowadays, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not over Call of Duty. But at the same time, it's like, it feels any more like rinse, repeat. It's it's always been rinse, repeat. But the older you get, I think, and the more you play them, it's like, dude, this is the same shit. Like, right. and I, I'm done with it. It's, the maps are literally copy-paste. And I, I and honestly, dude, like, and I hate to be that guy, because, like, they're calling it boomer shooters now, right? Like, hey, the original Halo, Quake, Doom, Marathon, um, Duke Nukem, all that shit. But, like... I, we need shit like that nowadays, I would think. Evan is shirtless. Hell yeah, buddy! It's really hot in here, man. Hey, I saw terrible. you go, what the fuck? But like, like, yeah, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I, I think we need games like that. We To touch really quick back on Battlefield, though, 2042 is about to be a game changer with Portal. That's pretty sweet. Like, I'm really Battle- excited. Battlefield 2042 Portal is about to be a game changer. If you don't know what it is, Matt, in a minute we'll explain. We will explain that to you. You don't. I'm so excited to tell this guy. Unless, uh, or was this kind of what you were talking about a little earlier? A little bit, a little bit, yeah. But there's more in depth, yeah. Yeah, we'll get into it. But I don't think arena shooters are coming back. No, I don't think people want them right now, and Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a market for it. Um, But something in that vein, right? Because like I know Bethesda is working on the next Quake. Right now, it, it's 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 already been leaked that they're doing that, and I'm very excited to see what they're going to do. I think in a game like Quake, where that was one of like, you know, Wolfenstein, Quake, Doom, Halo, Half Life, those Counter Strike for fuck's sake, like those are the games that like spearheaded FPS and competitive FPS as well. Um, they literally started the LAN party. Unreal CSGO is still going strong, like in right. terms of an esports scene. Like it's just still it's it's unstoppable. Right up there unstoppable it's so, consistent there's not a whole bunch of yeah. changes in between each you know season or tournament right whereas like right. with uh as a great example overwatch league they changed the game so many times because they're the trying to balance make, yeah they're trying yeah. to make everybody happy but it's like csgo is one it's less complicated you don't have heroes and abilities yeah. and that kind of stuff you have nades and weapons right you have call out strats but they don't make changes to the maps they if anything, I don't actually I can't recall a time where they've made a recent change in terms of damage or accuracy to weapons in CSGO. I remember I think, I think the last time there. the last time I think I remember them changing anything related to the game other than adding in like season content or battle passes yeah. or whatever was them updating the audio files like the audio pro, audio, audio profiles of, uh, you know, weapons. 
But like, yeah. I don't I can't even remember a time where they changed, you know, damage models or accuracy or recoil patterns, nothing like that. Right. Like, that's the thing is it's consistent. You know, who's going to perform well in certain spots. Like, but, but and that's and that's what I'm touching on, though, man. Like, I think Battle Royale did well for its time, but I think we need to focus on. <coughs> Sorry, everybody. Focus on what's next, man. And if that's going back a little bit and pulling from the greats, I think they should really do that. I think they should look into pulling the elements of those games that worked and adding them to newer games. Because I really miss that like super fast-paced competitive style of a game like Quake or Doom or whatever. Um, and I know Splitgate's out, and I know it's starting to kind of pop off again for whatever reason. And that's cool. It's a cool concept, but it's not... It's it's not the arena shooter that I want, but I'm waiting for the next big game that's going to change it all again, right? Because Half-Life 2 definitely was one of those games where it comes out and it's like, this is changing FPS now. Like, this game is going to shape and change what FPS gaming is going to be. And it did. Counter-Strike came out and that's doing its own thing as well. So I'm waiting for that. And I think Battlefield 2042 is definitely going to be one of those things because I'll let Evan explain what portal is. Um, I think that in the FPS world, is going to just shake it all up. They are not. And I want to say this because I'm so stoked on this. No battle Royale. You can't make a battle Royale in this fucking mode. Get fucked. You can't fork knife into battlefield for 2042. And I'm so stoked. It's gone. It's not there, baby. That's what I have. Going in, yeah, that's what I told Matt actually before we started this is that they did say in the logic editor, which is the same logic editor that they that Dice and uh, Ripple Effect Studios, which was formerly known as Dice LA, um, that's what they use to create game modes and maps and whatnot and set up teams, players, win conditions, all that kind of stuff for every game mode they had in games before. Battlefield Portal is as of right now for when it comes out on launch day, it will be available day one. It's not going to be a thing that's later in the uh, life cycle of the game we'll see it will be no they said day one so i'm 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 hopeful with them i'm confident like they're pretty confident so i'm kind of holding them to that but well i mean we'll still we'll see what happens but as of right now battlefield portal will be there on day one it has six more maps added in from the seven that we had to um uh battlefield 2042 uh the six maps are two from battlefield 1942 two from battlefield three and two from Bad Company, too. Uh, along with that, you're adding in weapons from all of these eras. So Bad Company 2, Battlefield 3, and 1942. And all of the factions, or I think at least two of the factions from each game. So 1942, you'll have the 1942 uh, United States and Germany. Bad Company 2, you have the Russians and Americans or whatever. And then yep. uh, Battlefield 3, I think it'll be the same Russians and, and uh, US or whatever. Um and you can make game modes. You can make anything you want. So you can have four 2042 soldiers from the United States fighting 32 German soldiers from 1942. And that game mode is these four soldiers have a helicopter and these 32 soldiers, along with the numbers, also have 50% less health. Um, you can have a game mode where there's one main battle tank. So there's like however many two people or whatever in this, this tank. And then the rest of the players on the other team are all just EOD bots. They are all just little robots. (laughs) Um, 
and then you have other ones as well. I think the other one that uh, was shown a screenshot was a whole bunch of Rangers, which is the robot dog from 2042 fighting a bunch of P-51 Mustangs from 1942. You can create any kind of game that you want, all from past uh, games I'd like to add, which is what I was reading earlier too, is that because we talked about this on the hotfix, is that at first I thought it was just going to be Conquest, Breakthrough, and that was it. But no, you'll be able to create rush games. You'll be able to create team deathmatch games and anything else that they had. You'll be able to change win conditions, what weapons people use, what vehicles people can use, and all these other sorts of things. Um, And there's no telling now what they can add, right? I mean, they have to make more content for 2042 in terms of new weapons, new specialists, and new maps altogether. But with this... They can tap into Battlefield 3. They can tap into Bad Company, Bad Company 2, 1942, Battlefield 4, Battlefield Hardline, Battlefield 1, Battlefield 5. They can tap into any of these games that they want, take any of these maps that they want, and they all have been redesigned and upgraded and modernized to 2042 standards. All the weapons will look brand new. They'll look amazing, same as the, the character models and all the maps. They've all been redone as well. And you can have... 128 players on Caspian border in rush. You can have bad company Two rush 128 players on uh Arika Harbor. You can have battle of the bulge, you know, a hundred, you could even make it a difference. So if you wanted to have the U S being underscored in battle of the bulge, you could have 32 U S soldiers and then 64 German soldiers. And, you know, give, like I said, give maybe the uh, German soldiers less health or something like that. Yeah, I have a battle of a bulge every morning, man. It's a pain in the ass. Everything I just said is basically worthless. <laughs> yes. <laughs> From that one comment. But yeah, so that's, that's, that's Battlefield Ev- Portal. Evan takes five minutes explaining something, and Nick just goes, uh, how about a penis joke? And then immediately <laughs> he's just like, everything is now, everything's trash. We got to throw rail. it all away. He's like, you want to, he's like, I I spent literally, yeah, five minutes explaining that, and he went, you want to hear okay. about my penis? <laughs> so what I'm hearing is, is that it is going to be a very customizable thing that allows people to create whatever type of game modes that they want. Um, whatever experience, yeah. Right. So that's really cool, and it sounds like it's going to be sort of like a Arma 3 Zeus system, but a lot more mainstream and, and streamlined. Yeah, it's not yeah. very complicated, yeah. Right. That is good. I I... I Really like that. Is it going to be open to modding? That's a good question. They haven't said yes or no to that. Yeah, they they haven't said anything. So here's the thing. I think that like that's really, really cool. And I'm glad to see like games doing that more often. You know, like Insurgency Sandstorm. They've done that recently, allowing other people to mod and, you know, help create content and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be as like revolutionary as Nick is, you know, kind of saying if they don't allow community mod support. Don't get me wrong. This is, this is still really good. I'm not trying to like downplay it. Right. That is really cool. I'm, I'm stoked on that, but you're going to get so much more out of it. The moment that you allow community mod support. And I think something from that, that's where these new game genres or games, game types in the FPS genre, that is where that's going to come from, right? It's going to shine there, yeah. Like right. that, I mean, I mean, you look at Arma 3, that's where fucking yeah. DayZ came from. That is where Battle Royales came from. Like, Arma yeah. Two. yeah. Yeah, all of, like, so many different types of game modes were just mods of other games that yeah. allowed community support. Insurgency itself was a mod from, like, right. CSGO or whatever. Yeah, the first one was a mod, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
it'll be, I think, that much better if they I allow could, community mod support. Well, I could totally see them giving mod support eventually down the line if enough people clamor for it, because you're already giving so much in the hands of, of players right now, right? It's like, yeah, we're going to create our own server. Who knows if they'll be dedicated or if you'll be able to rent one and keep it up for a, a prolonged period of time. I'm I'm assuming they'll want to do that now at this point. Just looking at like Battlefield 4, there are still, there's not official Battlefield servers like DICE servers. There, there are, you know, these staples of the community of like the TBG clan and all these other, you know, constants that have been along with battlefield hardline and battlefield one and, and five and all that kind of stuff so yeah. i could see them giving mod or uh, uh like server rentals but then i think after it's like yeah we'd like to create i could see somebody pitching it to dice maybe emailing an employer or tweeting at someone and going hey i'd like to create this and this is like the kind of idea i want could you make us a, a mod editor or you know some sort of tool that allows us to mod things into the game or or anything like that and then maybe just because of how it's ea and dice it might go through a couple of different like um oops and shit yeah no i wasn't gonna say oops i was gonna say it goes through uh maybe a bit more of like um passes in terms of quality to make sure it's up to standards that way it just implements into the game well oh yeah yeah and then they go okay this mod has been we liked the idea of this mod we thought it was really cool so we're adding it in no extra cost it's just added into portal itself it's not maybe probably not going to be added into the main game just into the portal section because that's just if you want to play the standard 2042 experience you go to all out warfare you go to conquest and breakthrough and those seven new maps and if you want to play again i could see it being almost as if like how matt said sort of almost like a gary's mod sort of section where it's like yeah "Yeah, we just came up with all these ideas you know now we have you know who knows what people come up with like you said role play you know all these other you know crazy stupid things that people are going to want to try murder whatever for i'm just thinking of like gmod stuff but like you could do trouble in terrorist town and now it's just it, you could so fucking about that you could and you could easily implement any sort of version that you want right so it's like hey we want trouble in terrorist town 1942 it's like well great guess what we have a game for that so we have character models we have standard like era weapons and gadgets and stuff boom have fun now we just condensed this ttt map into one small section of one of the biggest maps we have there you yeah. go have fun i could totally well, th- see that'd be awesome well think about this speaking of mods like think like what matt was saying arma spawned so many different mods right uh quake spawned team fortress yeah right team fortress was a mod from quake then turned into fucking uh team fortress 2 so like that's a standalone thing now Mm -hmm. uh counter-strike was a half-life mod gary's mod was a half-life mod like these modders and the modding community do do a very great job at keeping a lot of these older games alive and fresh and making new games because of it. Yeah. Even uh, out yeah. sorry. Yeah. Even outside of like the FPS genre. Like yeah. Dota and like the MOBA games that came out of Warcraft 3. You know, right. out of Dota, there's you know auto chess now. Like, you know, just, just like a stream now. Exam- yeah, exactly. Like that's well, that's the kind of stuff that we're missing, right? Is is that little bit of like the community involvement to where like they're given new tools and they're able to do something new and unique that then creates a need for that. So then that creates its own like game genre. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And that's, I feel like we haven't had that recently in the last, like, you know, seven to 10 years, which is why it's felt kind of stagnant other than something like battle Royale. 
Yeah. Well, like it's I was saying, the only one that I can like think of. Everything's so rinse repeat. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 getting fucking boring. I spend a lot of time looking at my Steam library and going. This well, is just I, like this. I, this I, is I, like that. I, yeah, I don't want to play in this. Which back in the day, I'll bring up older fucking games like Soldier of Fortune, the 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 older Far Cry games. Uh, Ed Varnell wanted us to bring up Black, which I don't know if ever, anyone Black played that fun. game for the PS2. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I played that. Uh, but, old like military type game, right? Okay. If I'm not mistaken, it wasn't like a military up. type game. I'm pretty sure it was. it was just sort of like your run and gun shooter. It was yeah, like it a was Call super of Duty. bullet spongy. Yeah. If I, I remember I'm that. I'm pretty like, sure it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, those games were sweet because those were, like, the oh. fir- like first on those consoles. First in that uh, uh, generation of console gaming and PC right. gaming. And that was sweet. But, like, now we've run into this thing where it's, like, if you're not Fortnite, if you're not fucking Apex, if you're not PUBG, which PUBG is laughable at this point. I mean, it's always been laughable, but even more so. It was better in the alpha than it is now. Yeah. But, like, I don't know what else really there is being played, you know, other than Call of Duty and some, you know, now, like Evan was saying, Battlefield 4 is their servers back up. But, like, it's not even just Battlefield 4. It's Battlefield 1, too. Like, I loaded up Battlefield 1 yesterday and I clicked players to uh, in the server browser or whatever so I could see the most, you know, how many, like, whatever servers were filled at the top first. The whole first row without just in my screen was 64 to 64 all the way down. It's that's, like that's awesome. That's, love to see it. I was like, I didn't even expect that, and it's like that's in Battlefield One, which I think. I mean, I love that game, but I think by and large, a lot of people were like, "This is fun, and we're gonna play it because it's the newest Battlefield game." But we're waiting till the next one comes out, and Battlefield right. Five came out, and that that's the one I don't like. I really did not like it. I, I just don't think a lot not, of people liked it. I didn't have fun with it. I know, I know the uh, Noah and Elliot do like playing it, and I enjoyed playing it when the Pacific update came out, which was the last update they did. But again, it's yeah. like. It's it just wasn't it had so many bugs and so many problems that by the time you like they originally stated that it was going to be like every year we were going to do seasons and you were going to get more of the story of World War Two. So, right. you know, partway through the game's life cycle, you were going to get D-Day. This is a World War Two game that does not have D-Day in it at all. Like, <laughs> Right. Like the only time the Americans even show up, which is just like what pops in my head when I think of World War Two is, you know, what the U.S. did is I only see the U.S. in three or four maps in the Pacific. The best one being Iwo Jima, which that's the right. best map for me in the entire game. And that's, you know, after a year and a half, two years of the game getting content, the best yeah. map for me is the last one they made. Like, yeah, the, the, the very last one, which is like why I was so happy when I heard that EA was like, yeah, we're giving dice three years to make this like yeah. we're giving them we're giving them an extra year. And then it's like so far, everything I've seen has not disappointed at all. Battlefield yeah, was not what I expected. They just needed a break and they're just stuck in this Call of Duty year after year, every other year release cycle where they have just enough time to recycle assets and change a few things right. fuck with the story and then ship it out. Which is not yeah. what we want no, anymore. At all. We, we, and I everyone think Dice can knew see that. it now. Dice was like, hey, well, we can make a great game, but we can't make a great game every year because we don't want to reuse assets. We don't want to reuse weapons. We want to make new stuff. And if you give us the opportunity to make new stuff and make new maps and just go out with all of our craziest ideas, then we'll give it to you. And that's, and that's exactly what they did because the reveal trailer was 
you know, we saw a guy Rendezook somebody, he jumps out of a jet, shoots another yeah. jet with an RPG and lands back in the jet. That was a Battlefield 3 thing. You had people in the second gameplay trailer launching ATVs off rooftops, hitting into, you know, helicopters and blowing them up. And then for Portal, it was, you know, people who found out in Battlefield 3 that you could defib people and kill them. And they were like, yep. well, <laughs> let's turn that into a game mode. It's like, so like they've just, DICE has gone... Let's go back to Battlefield 3 and 4. The moments where people were like, this is what makes Battlefield Battlefield is that you can't do that in COD. You can't jump out of a jet and shoot another jet. You can't snipe some guy out of a helicopter while you're falling in the air. You know, like all these crazy things that people were attempting to do. And they were like, well, let's roll with that and see what that, what you know, what happens with that. And everybody's like, holy shit, you've made something awesome. Like just right. with trailers and stuff so far, we think this is cool crazy crazy analysis there if you go back and you do the cool shit from your two best games people are gonna yeah. like it people are gonna go holy shit <laughs> like this is awesome yeah absolutely. just kind of maybe steer away a little bit from multiplayer because there are a lot of great single player fps as well yeah what are some of the, like we can start with you evan for you personally what are some of the like the best single player fps that you have played that you think maybe have helped change the genre. I'm not going to rehash on Half-Life Quake or well Doom, I'll talk about Doom Eternal but and Doom 2016, but so like, that's as far back. That's that's a weird thing for for me. Um I remember as a kid playing Rainbow Six Vegas 2. That was oh, a lot of fun. Oh yeah, dude. I hell liked, yeah. I liked the uh, Terrorist Hunt. That was a lot of fun to play and I thought it was cool. But a lot of the game like you said first person and the weird thing is that when you said that uh, all the games I think of as shooters that come Third to mind person games. They're like 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 Red Dead Redemption 1 was a, a yeah, very yeah. pivotal thing for me, but that's all third person. Gears of um, War. I, I keep wanting to bring Gears of War up, but I can't. Speaking of that, well, I can bring that up actually, because even though it's it's not a first person shooter, is it, it is a third person shooter. But that was the first game I played that was a co op shooter because I played through that entire first game with my cousin, like implementing Xbox 360 co op, and yeah, we yeah. used the mics that came with the with the oh, consoles. Oh, you know, we days. used those mics and we played with those, and it was just it was talking to him through there. And I, again, like when did Gears of War one come out? That was what 2008, 2007. I think uh, the Xbox 360 came out earlier. in 2006. Uh, 2006, yeah, November 6, 2006. So I was literally six years old playing this game with my cousin, who was that was uh, a I think, violent, like violent late, game. like late 20s. I remember getting scared as shit at like the second or third level because that was the level where you had to stick to the fire, the, the fire barrels. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. every time I step out, I would hear this god awful noise, dude. And I was like, no, get it away. Like I hated that. But that was the that was the memory of those shooters. Was I was like, this is there. That's to me the most underappreciated genre in terms of FPS games is co-op FPS games. Like you have yeah. your payday. Payday is a first-person shooter. It's great. Two is coming out in two or three is coming out in two years. Payday two still a lot of fun. But like, oh, I that, love that game. That's the that's the thing is like all the there are FPS games are great. FPS single-player games that you can really make into something special, even better. FPS multiplayer games so common there are so many of them right yeah yeah but getting a good co-op FPS game Deep Rock Galactic um yeah. what's it called what was the one that you wanted to play Matt it starts with a G it's like just one word it's that uh, like prison based one it's like there you have to be stealthy Left for Dead Left for Dead 2 it's kind of like that prison based one what it's like uh 
grime or gore or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? It's uh, I, I can't think don't of it. at the I moment. I truly can't think of it. I'm trying to remember it. Uh, a prison based. No. no, not a way out. Okay, um, uh, that's that's the only prison escape game I'm thinking of right now. I I can't Alcatraz? think of no. no, no, no. It's it's like four <laughs> words or something. GTFO, GTFO. Sorry, that's what. Oh, it oh, like that's yeah, not like prison. That's like your prisoners. Your prisoners. So like that's oh, what came you? to mind. But yeah, you, but oh. yeah, I, I haven't gotten to fucking play it yet. Zombies I bought it, and no one wants to play it with me. Zombies are better to word it as. But like that again is that one is just extremely difficult, but like that's untapped. I mean, even think of like us personally, we played what Arma three anti Stasi and it's like that's third person and more of a milsim. But like if you could make games like that as a first person co-op thing or even multiplayer, like just give us the opportunity, like like what Matt was saying earlier with mod support, I'd play it all the time. Like I would love to do things like that like insurgency sandstorms uh that's great that's a great co-op i like playing that more than the actual multiplayer yeah me too like it's like you want to play insurgency it's like did you want to play versus it's like yeah it's like no i'd rather play just hardcore co-op or something like that and just have a difficult time trying to kill all the enemies because the co-op or like the ai and that aren't terrible they can put up a fight and they kill you pretty fast so it's like you still got to be in your feet rising storm uh rising storm one rising storm pacific uh, something or other. It was basically Rising Storm 2's Pacific DLC that would they come with. They had a day of defeat, but like Rising Storm, I, I can't remember what it was, but it was the US Japanese variant. It's like a DLC, but they would, yeah. for Rising Storm 2, you would have uh, AI take the spots of players, which is what, surprisingly or unsurprisingly, Battlefield 2042 is doing, where it's like, yeah, AI is going to fill up all the player slots. And then so as, as people, yeah, so as people join, you will still have full servers, even if it's just with AI. And yeah. that's what Rising Storm 2 did, is that you would have AI in all these separate little spots, and they would take on their roles, and they would do them well. And then you would fight them. And I was like, that's fun as hell, because it was co-op in a way. I mean, it was PvP, but it was, you know, you all had to work as a team, but even then you knew you were fighting AI, but the AI still put up a challenge. Like, right. That's why I'm so excited for 2042 is they're like, yeah, we're going to give you the ability to at first it was just as as we knew when the game came out, it was like, yeah, you can have, you know, four or five, you know, probably eight players on one team. You could have a couple squads on one team in your own private session, and then you could have all the AI fill up the other side and you could just do a co-op conquest or breakthrough match on this map. But now with Portal, it's we can make a six person team filled with all of us all of us playing 2042 and the rest is you know soldiers from germany in 1942 or the russians from bad company 2 and we get all the sort of neat gadgets that we had in bad company 2 or battlefield 3 taking it back to the the real fun days and we could just do a co-op thing out of that like that's i i got off topic with the whole like first person shooter single player stuff that comes to mind but like what comes to mind for me is the campaigns of cod and battlefield and right all these other things like battlefield 3 was a was a fun campaign battlefield 4 i really enjoyed they weren't the best in terms of fluidity or or really being on top or pushing a story forward but they were fun to play and that's what i think of when it comes to fps when i think of shooters and and good stories i mostly think of rockstar games or naughty dog games like uncharted or the last of us Mm -hmm. like those come to mind that sort of leads into a point that i just thought of and was going to talk about um yeah i mean like in terms of like non-multiplayer shooters 
of like FPS games. Like I remember like Bioshock and stuff like that, oh, which those were fun. That. <laughs> um, I didn't even think of that. And then I remember Fair like point. Halo. Halo was like a pretty decent one with like, you know, yeah. decent story you could co-op yeah. as well. And, and that was fun. Um, other than that, like I used to play like Ghost Recon, like the old Ghost Recon. So those were fun. Yeah. But the point I wanted to bring up is it really feels like there's not a lot of like good non-multiplayer FPS is like, Right. Every all three of us immediately thought of when you're like a non-multiplayer shooter game, you immediately thought third-person shooter. You guys saw fucking Red Gears of War, Army Gears of, of Two, War, Army of Two, GTA. You Max have Payne. <laughs> yeah, Max Payne, Hitman. Um, what Cannon else? Lynch, dude. <laughs> yeah, all of these like great story-based shooter games are almost all third-person compared to a like first-person. Almost yeah. every first person game is like a hyper competitive multiplayer driven game. And it feels right. like there's not really a whole lot of I mean, you can easily do any of those third per- person games in first person. I yeah. think a lot of them would benefit too, because like you know, it would be sweet to play Max Payne first person. It would be sweet to play uh fuck trying to think of uh, more gears gears of war is an example uh, it's hard because you wouldn't be able to like roadie you could roadie run it i don't th- i don't see where the problem would lie you in could, this actually i mean you could roadie run because i mean you can i mean yeah basically there's roadie running in rising storm vietnam you can literally just yeah. crouch and then you have a little bit so, of a sprint run yeah so you could easily yeah so no like that. yeah like that, i think games I mean, like gears of war and all that would be crazy in, in first person yeah i mean and you still yeah. have like you know, like uh, Evan brought up with Naughty Dog, you know, you got your Tomb Raider, you got your Uncharted series. All Last of these of us, games yeah. are third person. Tomb Raider is not Naughty Dog. They're not? No, it's... No, uh, they're... they're... Oh, my bad. Right? Yeah, IDOS, yeah. I'm sorry. It's extremely like fucking similar to Uncharted. <laughs> It to is. the it's point where it, I get them confused by the same I'll company. I'll give them that. Absolutely. But, but, you, but you're right, great. though. And, but you're yeah, right, Hitman though, would that be great in first person. person. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. Hitman 2, I thought you could play in first person. I don't no. remember. I couldn't. I probably... One of them you could. No, Split I'm talking about cell. the old Hitman 2. Split or Cell. <laughs> yeah, that'd be insane. That was my game, yeah. dude. Oh, Splinter Cell's so fucking good. I mean, Why do we not have an actual Splinter Cell game? I know we've talked about this before, but like, still fucking just announce something? They just announced no. like some Splinter Cell. Like, is is it not Splinter Cell? Defiant. Based? We got that Defiant name coming out. Yeah, but isn't that based in Splinter Cell lore? Or it's something based like on that? all of it. That's oh, like, so who gives no, that's that? the mobile game we're thinking about. The mobile game ha- has like the mixed games. Um, I could bring up a couple right now. X Defiant. Yeah, that's the X one Defiant. we were talking about. Tom Clancy's X Defiant, but it's basically just so generic that it's mm-hmm. it it's like if you wanted to see generic. the. If you wanted to see the death of first-person competitive shooters, X Defiant would probably be it. Like it's just ugh. so it's not a good. couple. A couple of the first-person games I would like to uh, shine a light on would be the Titanfall series. Yeah. Uh, I'll save like the big one for last. Fear. That is a wonderful series. Oh, uh, Stalker. Mm-hmm. Uh, super soccer. super hot was really cool. Like I said, Far Cry. Uh, w- the new Wolfensteins are out of this fucking world. Batshit crazy. Still waiting on three. They're they're currently uh, making. We that, need I think. three. Well, they That's fucked like up one of the two point five so bad, didn't they? Yeah, yeah well, I know they well, did. Well, yeah. Whatever, Young, Young Blood, Blood or whatever. Yeah, it was Young not Blood, good. Yeah, two point five basically it just like tanked the whole series immediately. When, oh, it when was the bad. new Colossus. Yeah. 
because that's Wolfenstein two, New Colossus, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah, yes. New Order was one. New so Order Colossus yep. was fucking phenomenal. It was New Colossus insane. Was great. I loved it. And then, and then they dropped that, and it's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Well, they but, did that. Well, that's the thing. They went from New Colossus to doing the Young Blood, and then they also did like a VR based thing where you yeah were, you were combating some sort of like journey. I map. I hated it. But you um, talk about arena sh- shooters. I just wanted to cut in here real quick before you went out. Oh, good, good, that, good. That that X Defiant game, that Tom Clancy's X Defiant, that's a free to play, fast paced arena shooter. So you might be getting your arena shooter fill, Nick. We'll you got a phone, is, don't yeah. you? You got yeah. a phone. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that's a couple of the ones I wanted to touch on. But then you got uh, Crisis. That's oh. not the last game I wanted to bring up. But you didn't even think about that shit, dude. You got the Crisis games, dude. Which we're we got what the remasters coming. Crisis Crisis One is Crisis remastered. The first one is out, and they are in the midst of making two and three. Two and three. Okay, and then I know they're going to be working on a four. Are they? Yeah, yeah. Cool. From what I've heard, yeah. I'll play that in seven years when I can get my hands on a forty ninety. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. And the, the last game I wanted to bring up, it's almost not fair to bring it up because it is in VR. But Half-Life Alex, as a, that was one of the first-person shooters that was just so intense because it worked so well. It was in my favorite fucking universe. It was beautiful in VR. And that was one of the games where I'm like, this could help VR and shape VR to work with FPS correctly. Because, like, what's that one game we've played in uh, uh, VR? Uh, Pavlov? Pavlov. Pavlov, yeah. It's fun, but it's it's so fucking wonky and goofy. Yeah, it's just but like CSGO. Alex is so fluid, and the way it plays is so beautiful, and it, so it itself is beautiful. You know, yeah, it's a it's a beautiful game, and I I enjoyed playing through it. Um, what really sticks to me though, when it comes to first person VR games, is Boneworks. Um, Boneworks is the pinnacle of it. I think. Boneworks was see, so that's the thing, right? Is like. That's almost a weird sort of change is that Half-Life 2 pushed it forward and changed so many things. And then Half-Life Alex came out and Half-Life Alex is a great game and it has some great moments and great sections. I will admit yeah, that. Absolutely. absolutely. But then Boneworks was like what Half-Life 2 was to PC gaming. Boneworks is to VR gaming because it was yeah. you could take you could be holding an M4 and you could just hit the side of the mag in your gun with another magazine and then just pop it right in. Right. You can, and then you, you can just pull it right back. Yeah. You I could juggle that. things you could, there was a section where it's like, there's this weird puzzle with getting these two elevators to work. So you could go up and unlock the release lever to open this door. And I was like, I, for the life of me, I'm so stupid that I can't figure out how to get this puzzle to work. And then I just looked at it and I was like, Oh, all these pipes that they taught me that I could crawl on. I can do that. And then I did it. Did you know you just crashed out for a second? Did I? No, I didn't. <laughs> I, I had no clue. It was so funny. Oops, I mean, it's heard fine of... in Zencaster. It was, it was Discord, oh, yeah. Sorry. I mean, um, no, rest in peace. But, like, I saw a puzzle that I could do. And then, man, you were laughing at me. It's making me really self-conscious. When um, you fucking stroked out, it was like... <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Good to know. Um, But, no, like you had this puzzle that I couldn't figure out. And then I saw all these pipes leading up to the same place I had to go to. And then I just, I used a crowbar and I just crawled up the pipes. I just used it to hook onto things. It's so like, sweet. Yeah. So, but I was like, that's pushing it forward in the sense of you're giving me the ability to, there's a puzzle here, but there is another way to complete it. If you figure it out. And I was like, Oh shit, right. I figured it out. And I felt, I felt more accomplished than figuring out the puzzle. I still felt dumb, 
because I was like, I have no idea what I was supposed to do here. But I was like, I figured out my own way of getting through this. And I didn't feel like I was stuck or I had to look up a guide to get through this and watch some 20 minute YouTuber video of how to complete this one section that only takes two minutes. Right. (laughs) I figured it out on my own. I felt more accomplished. Here's one of the weird things is so what you brought up and of course, Nick fucking walks away from my point here right um, exactly because <laughs> this was directed to him basically but whatever oh, whatever yeah go ahead. so no so you compared kind of like how half-life alec half-life alex was sort of like half-life 2 right and in, in terms of like you know kind of setting the standard and i kind of want to disagree with you a little bit oh he More said so. that i said bone works right well and you're saying okay. boneworks and but it's still around the same thing so like okay half-life yeah, alex and boneworks kind of they aren't really like changing and improving something right they're kind of setting that baseline of like here's what right. it should be see. yeah right whereas Absolutely. in terms of like half-life 2 was so revolutionary because they took something they had a whole bunch of games like that and, and they went it. here's something that you can do with it right they didn't set the standard they changed up the game whereas boneworks and half-life alex aren't changing up the game they're setting the standard you know yeah things that we're used to in actual regular just pc games or xbox like console games they're making that finally a reality in vr which had not been done yet i can see what you're saying yeah absolutely so so. um i want bioshock in vr that could be sweet I want a new Bioshock. Terrifying. I I want want a new Bioshock. I just want a new Bioshock. (laughs) I want Splinter Cell or Hitman in VR. That shit would be tight. Uh, So the the new Hitman is in VR. You can play it in VR. Yeah, it is. You can play it in VR. I want sort of like the Half-Life Alex. Dedicated. Dedicated VR experience. Well, supposedly it is. Supposedly like it was like they made the new Hitman and they also made the VR version of it. it. So... I was unaware of that, oh. but I also want to wait like 15 years for VR. So that way you can get the like, you know, like the my, he- um, my paperweight headset looks sweet. What are you talking about? Well, I've, <laughs> okay. I'm talking about like, I want the uh, like the shooter game. Like, I'm trying to remember what those fucking Ready player are one sort of. Yeah, like the ready player one or like there's a couple of different ones. Like there's one. With, there's a movie with like Gerard. Uh, Butler. Butler, yeah, there we go. I could not remember his last name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, about. there's yeah. like he, you know, like the guy, is he's like, in, like the fucking trackpad thing. Yeah, something like that. But like, that's when I want to do VR, right? When it is like that. Gamer. Good. It's literally called gamer. <laughs> it's called. Gamer. It's called gamer. Okay. Called All gamer. right. I was gonna say, I think it's called gamer. I was thinking of shooter, but then I'm like, no, that's the movie with Mark Wahlberg. Here's, Wahlberg. Where he, here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. What? I want this to happen for vr right where it's like here's your fucking pad and here's your suit yeah i do time out time out you you need to let me finish this okay all right me and you matt putting this suit on it's gonna be tight fitting so for anybody walking in the house just seeing our dumpy asses going oh it's like pretending to shoot in like a very tight because it has to be form-fitting to capture you moving so we're just gonna like a bunch of dumpy douchebags fucking on a trackpad going gonna get him my favorite <laughs> gonna thing is like, i didn't my favorite I didn't thing this today I'm yeah my favorite thing is is my favorite thing would be seeing me. that no my favorite <laughs> thing would be seeing that implemented into something like pavlov and it's like you spawn in in a random server and you just see all the different body types of people as you're looking down the line it's like so you have this really skinny gamer kid you have Holy this really fuck. tall guy you don't even know and then you have like two other just massive dudes 
It's like, yeah, you guys are going to be the bullet chills because this skinny gamer can hide behind one of you. Evan, like, Evan and Julian are just going to be behind trees, and me and Matt are going to be like, stop hiding behind the tree, stick boy. You're going to be behind. You're going to be hiding behind the tree, and you're going to be like, why are they still shooting me? It's like they can see your gut. Suck in, breathe. <laughs> Like, Shouldn't have had that fucking PBR today, huh, bud? Yeah, <laughs> okay, but I don't want my V like I don't want my VR to be like, hey, here is you in VR. No, I want to be like, I want that ultimate body that I've never had, right? Like I want to yeah, be okay. fucking <laughs> I wanna be I wanna be two six with like fucking 120 <laughs> pounds of muscle just like two fucking... sticks yeah yeah man, man. I'm, I'm like six two i'm like six one or six two so or something yeah, small, dude. i yeah, want the opposite of what i am why do i want yeah, to be tall to... in vr i'm tall in real life yeah like well so <laughs> that's what i'm saying point, i don't i want the you... option to choose like not my body type it right? should give I you want... the option i was about to say <laughs> like you can you can see yourself in vr and you can be like oh i don't like that and then you're like i'm gonna touch these things up a bit so you're like that you have all these sliders of things. It's like, yeah, I want to look like Conor McGregor in his prime in terms of like <laughs> muscle mass, but I want to have the height of, you know, this person or whatever. And you just see how it goes. You're like, yeah, now I'm five, three, but I'm basically built like a tank. So let's see how this goes rather than I'm just, I just am who I am in real life. You know, you want to get that full experience of I can be whoever I want to be. I want to like be the... the mountain from Game of Thrones, but I want to be like four nine, but the proportions still the same. You want to, yeah, you want right? to still be just as built. Yeah, okay, that would be really funny. I think that'd be both just funny and terrifying seeing that running at you in VR. Like, how do Although, I beat this? Let's be real here, though. How often are if you're able to like change your body type like that? How often? Oh, I can answer for Nick right here, but. Like you're gonna make yourself a girl with like big tits, and you're just gonna be like staring like down at them all fucking time. Like, yeah. dude, this is this shit. Yeah, I'm, wild. I'll, I'll put a voice changer on and be like, "Come on, be my friend." Yeah. How old <laughs> are you? Fifteen. Oh, that's oh. fine. Freeze! I'm a cat. Freeze! Just like bust cat. people in VR. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. No, get all, I, I get all the Discord admins, get them all in trouble. Good job. Honestly, I kind of think AR is gonna pop off before VR actually pops off. I don't. Th- I don't think so. I feel like VR is definitely getting that time and like the like the development, but yeah, AR yeah. is gonna be fucking sweet when that yeah. shit gets to like its prime. Right. You know? So there's a lot, you know, and I th- I think VR is gonna be really awesome for FPS. But again, I, I base FPS gaming. I, I do think we need we need something new, um, and we need something old as well we need something old to come back and for me that's do something cool with arena shooters like bethesda is working on quake um the next quake so do something new with it though like give me that um classic um game style in its own thing but give me something new with it too like because i love the fast play fast paced style of quake and i like i am good at those shooters where you guys are really good at military type shit and millstones yeah. and all that i am good at quake i am good at doom i am good at halo um and that's kind of like what i look for you know i, I not to say i don't have fun in games like tarkov because for some reason lately i've just been finding myself really enjoying tarkov like really diving in it this wipe has been like the wipe where i'm like i am now understanding extractions <laughs> i'm finding them on my own I have found out yesterday that I can just turn really fast and blow someone's head off and make everyone in the server go bullshit. 
that felt really good. Um, but I, I, I need something new. And I think Tarkov actually is a really good example and kind of a bad example of something new. Yeah. It's, it's both good and bad. Cause you know, I think what Tarkov could do, and I think it needs to is <laughs> a little tutorial go, goes a long way. Yeah. I understand how I understand the hardcore aspect of the game. I really do. But this, you, at the same time, you are just feeding your players to the wolves and you, Evan, Julian and Elliot are the wolves. And I'm just sitting there going, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I still, I would like to point out in, in behalf of battle state games, they do plan to add a tutorial. Please remember the okay. game is still in early access. No, I understand beta, that. You know, <laughs> they, their, their primary goal is yes, there needs to be a tutorial, but we need to finish the game first Make it work. And then you can work on the tutorial for yeah. the full release, which I'm cool. They weren't expecting when they did their whole little Twitch drop event saying that it would literally blow up the fucking internet. I mean, you're talking a hundred thousand person game went just to blew like up literally a hundred thousand or like or, yeah a million yeah, yeah. it um, had like ten thousand concurrent players to like almost a million concurrent players type of shit i would like to see if anything from tarkov i would just like to see the implementation of an offline slash off or offline slash co-op offline section That'd be where cool. you could, and we could get with us and then we could just play it and even make it separate right so like make it so i can progress in this co-op thing but it doesn't connect to my actual online experience so like battlefield battlefield 2042 is allowing people to play co-op single player or just regular multiplayer and portal and all of their progression is together it's all synced up which makes sense for a game like battlefield because it's not as hardcore as tarkov but if you could take tarkov and have an online section where it's like this is my character this is what it is blah 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 blah. but then i can also play an offline section and play with you guys julian elliot noah whoever else wants to play and we could do raids together and i still progress in that same way but then as soon as i switch over to play offline and go up against other pmcs other players I have the knowledge of the game, right? I have the knowledge of how weapons work, how custom, how um, modifications work and what to put on my weapons, what I want to put on my weapons, how to complete certain tasks. Map awareness. And now I just have the implementation of other players. I'd like that, you know, where I can yeah. test out Shooter Born in Heaven by myself without having to worry about PMCs and then I can switch it. As the resident Tarkov expert, uh, that is something <laughs> that is being added that is on their list to do type of deal. Um, oh, yeah. so that will be coming soon as for like the progression thing offline I'm not quite sure if that's going to be a thing but you will you will be able to do offline co-op with your friends you can set the parameters of like you know what kind of AI you want to fight against how many right. of them you want how hard they are if there's going to be the scab bosses and stuff like that um, Yeah. and then another thing that they're supposed to be doing is they're actually going to be adding an arena mode That'd as cool. like a you know like your actual PVP solely like designated PVP, but it was supposed to be part of the game, but now they're actually going to be making it its own separate game. And it's going to be like 30 bucks or something like that. And their, their, their reasoning behind that is, is that development is already taking too long on their main game. So they're outsourcing that to a different company. Uh, And that company is going to be focusing solely on, doing the single the player arena aspect. mode 
not single player. Oh, the oh, this is an arena mode? Arena mode. It's going to be so like, like 1v1, extension. 2v2, 5v5s, that kind of stuff. Fuck It'll be it, more man. of like your death match. And there's not going to be like, it's not going to be tied to your online character. It's going to be in its own separate thing where you have access to pretty much everything. Um, and that's going to be its own thing. So that'll be cool when that happens. But I don't know when that's going to be. Do you, but do you know them if it's going to use it, the same engine and whatnot? Oh, yeah. It's going to be all the same it's assets. Gonna be, it's going to be, gonna be all the same, same okay. mechanics. But they're giving it to another studio instead of them trying to, to do it. it. They're yeah. going to be charging now like 30 bucks for it or some shit like that. So that way, this other studio can focus solely on that, creating maps that are balanced for those amount of like that style of play. And, and balance is a big thing well, that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And like they're gonna, I mean, it's gonna be the same movement system. It's gonna have all of the same mechanics in terms of like your sound, damage, your your yeah, damage, your damage, your your medications, and all of that stuff is still gonna be the same. They're That's just gonna good. let another studio focus directly on that. That's like no, it's uh, that's Pestily. Yeah, um, that is not me. I watched like, I watched Pestily's little like podcast. Yeah. Pestley is like, yo, I talked with Nikita last night. Here's the lowdown, and then I watch that shit, and then I give I it go. to you guys. Like I'm in the know because I, I know this video on this shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, yeah, I was on the like, podcast with Shroud and Pestley and Nikita. Yeah, it was a great fucking time, man. Like you were. <laughs> oh yeah, go ahead. I Shroud has been a part of the Battle State Games part uh, podcast a couple of times. Yeah. They they invite the like the big streamers onto yeah. the podcast to like talk and and discuss the game and stuff. Uh, well, yeah. He, no, they no. Shroud they do their own. They have learned to speak Russian to go inside <laughs> with the podcast. No, other Absolutely. way around. Yeah, yeah. They've all yeah. No. Um. What I was gonna say though is that that's another good thing. Like in my opinion, I love that sort of aspect because I love Apex Legends, but I don't want to play through an entire battle royale mode just to learn weapons. And that's why I was so happy when Arenas came out because I was like, oh, so I can load into like quick matches where I can buy the weapons I want that I want to learn well, and then I can play with them in you know with no upgrades, with minor upgrades, with serious upgrades to the best upgrades, mm-hmm. and I can play with those. And it's like it's the same thing with Tarkov coming out with the bit same sort of arena style. Is like oh, so now I can play with a Vepper Hunter, and I can play with it with no sights or iron sights to a scope, or I can do the same thing with an AK one hundred four, or an AK seventy four, or any SMG that I want to learn how to use. And it's like okay, so now I can come in with this loadout i can come in with these meds and then i can learn best how to fight players like this because that's the biggest thing of tarkov is that if you don't know how to do those things you're you're gonna die like if you right. don't know how to properly med yourself if you don't know what weapons to use or what attachments to have you're gonna die like yeah that'll be that's helpful for a player like me who doesn't want to take the time to learn all that stuff right and on top of that it's just gonna be fun right like i've right yeah, I've, it's gonna be, I've constantly awesome. thought of like you know playing tarkov like man what if this was like in a siege type setting right, right i would love to yeah. do that shit especially with tarkov's mechanics yeah like you can make it actually like super slow paced and like tactical and like it feels realistic and your movement is so slow compared to just like sprinting around and call of duty and shit like that yeah you know absolutely it makes you feel like you're about to die. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I don't know. FPS games. 
did or did not. Oh, it sounded like you said they did. And I was like, oh, that's some that's a bummer. That's some bad news. Um, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I hope it's going to be good. Yeah. When like, how this man when, when get how this man get my money? Like what? When when your when your parents buy you a gift and then or like buy a gift and then they throw your name on it, you're like, fuck yeah, yeah. that's that's me and Evan right now. Yeah. Like yeah, we totally helped with that. Yeah, put our name on the board. We helped. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, the free shit. All of that, all of that for only four ninety nine ninety nine. That's all. I it don't was. know how much it was, but one hundred and twenty five pounds. One hundred and twenty. Well, that's like that's like two hundred US dollars. One hundred eighty bucks. Holy shit! Cool. We got cool stickers and posters coming. Yay! Did you put, did you put, are you, are you putting our individual names in the credits? Or are you putting like WASD and beyond podcast in the credits? Okay. All right. That's what I was hoping for. I, I was just hoping you didn't put all of our individual names in there and they'd be like, who are these buffoons? <laughs> who are these guys? Yeah. I hope that it's a, a good documentary, but Me I'm too. also yeah. worried that it's just going to be your very boring, safe, documentary where they all just talk about the same shit you know let's not no That's not a very large budget. I'm I'm worried. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see.
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm good. No, we're not. I'm sorry. Uh, Red Faction? Okay, I'm done. Oh, good point. Just had to throw that in there. Forgot about it. That's good, yeah. I'll give it that. Crazy. That's wild. I didn't do anything. What are you talking about? Yeah. 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 Give us them five fucking stars. <laughs> I mean, let's yeah, be real right. here. That's that's pretty accurate. And also, I like how you're still... Yeah, you're still on that. Yeah, that was like fucking... That's funny. First three months, and you're still on about that shit. You've been holding that grudge longer than the... Uh, what was it, Killing Room or 4 or whatever it was? The bad fucking game? Oh. Something 4. Postal 4. That's it. Uh, Twitter. <laughs> Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch at PBFreak42. Uh, Instagram, it's Matt Grant. That's it. Evan, take that shit away. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at EV0N1. 
or Instagram at evan.hsl. Um, I do not have a Twitter, Facebook, or any other like social media. So if you want to watch me stream occasionally or follow my uh, zero posts on Instagram, uh, that's where you do it. I'm Evan. I'm cool. I'm not addicted to social media. I'm not. I got rid of that shit. Yeah. (laughs) I'm over here with no addictions or any terrible things. You know, fuck you. There was nothing in the glass. Yeah. Slam it. There was nothing (laughs) to begin with. (laughs) Because it's all gone. I slammed it earlier. Goodbye, gamers. Bye, gamers. Bye. This is the WASD and Beyond Podcast.